everybody it's your girl t and welcome to episode six of speak your truth t i am so happy you guys this is going to be the final episode for the theme that i was doing for the month of october um not the final episode altogether but if you've been following me then you know what i'm um talking about when i say the last episode of the theme for the month um yeah and we just been have been talking about love and relationships and being single and you know just the ins and outs um because domestic violence awareness month is this month as well as breast cancer awareness month as well and I kind of just wanted to involve matters of the heart you know what I mean because why not why the hell not why the hell not and if you don't know what I'm talking about I kind of just gave you like a little spiel but you should definitely try to go and catch up um, you won't be disappointed, especially if you have not checked out the last episode, episode five, which is entitled dating. That one is very entertaining. I think that you'll definitely enjoy it to say the least, but welcome everyone. If you are new, I don't care where you came from. I'm just happy that you're joining us. If you are returning and you've been holding it down with the kid, I love you. Mwah. Besitos to each of you. I'm so happy though to talk about this important episode today. Episode six is, they're all very important, but this one to me, especially dealing with the themes that we've been talking about, this one is just like, it's like salt bay. You know what I mean? You got to sprinkle the salt on it. Like you need this. You need, this is something you cannot go without. All right. You need self-love. You need, and, and, and you, you guys know, I'm just going to cut, cut right into the shit, right? Like, we don't have time for that. Like, you need self-love. You need to love who you are as a person. And before anybody tunes out because they're thinking, oh my God, here we go with, you know, this shit, talking about self-love and, you know, these little, um, what is it called when something sounds very, oh, cliche. Like, here we go with these little cliche quotes. Uh uh-uh, uh, boo boo. I got one better for you, okay? You're gonna really enjoy this shit because, yes, there may be some cliche quotes here and there, but the thing is, I'm really, I'm going to always come from a place of pure transparency. I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything for you guys because you may want to hear it a certain type of way. I'm not I'm not the girl for that, okay? I'm not the woman to do that type of shit for you. I'm sorry. Go ask your mama to do it, but not this girl, okay? But on a very serious note, so my last episode, okay? Let's retract a little bit. I'm not going to go into detail because I definitely want you guys to go check it out if you haven't already. But if you have, then you know what we discussed when we were talking about dating and the whole dating scene and what dating means to me and Um, when I asked other individuals what dating meant to them and then the feedback that I got and so on and so forth. Here's the thing. Before dating, before a relationship of any sort, before marriage, 
you have to come to terms with who you are. And right now, I just want to ask a very just simple question. If you met you, would you like you? Because if I met me, I would I would like me. I would want to kick shit with me. Now, if I had met the old me, I would have probably been like, somebody get this bitch away from me before I cuss her ass out because I can't do her. I don't know what it is, but I can't do her. And the reason being, and I can say that confidently, because I've grown out of a lot of toxic ways, toxic myself. Yes, I'm referring to self, okay? Because whether you want to face the facts or not, you got some toxic shit that you need to deal with. Whether it's, you know, coming from a past, you know, coming out of a relationship or if it's, you know, childhood traumas that you never processed and healed from. Let's start there. Not even a relationship standpoint. Let's start with the childhood traumas that were just involuntarily placed upon you. Okay? You have to deal with that shit first because that's the shit that we subconsciously carry into our our young adulthood and adulthood and we think that it doesn't phase us or we think that it doesn't you know bother us or um kind of code us into the individual that we're becoming but it does um and the reason I say code is because there are a lot of different codes that we end up um what's the word I'm looking for, kind of just implanting into ourselves, embedding into ourselves. And that's what shapes us and forms us and molds us into the the adult that we have to live with and we have to face in the mirror every single day. Now, with childhood traumas, that's some shit that a lot of us did not have any control over, okay? However, when you become of age to realize, like, hey... Me seeing my dad put hands on my mother, you know, because a lot of us, you know, have witnessed domestic violence first and foremost, okay? So I'm using this as an example. When you grow up and you think certain things are okay or you become a part of the collective where we normalize um, domestic violence or certain things dealing with domestic violence, That's a red flag, okay? You have not processed, you have not healed, you have not come to terms with the fact that maybe you seeing your dad hit your mom or your mom hit your dad while you were younger, that shit was embedded in you and you grew up thinking that, you know, they loved each other, but they had some, you know, some some kinks or whatever and that's okay, no, <laughs> no, it's not okay. Let's process, let's heal before you get into something, an involvement or, excuse me, I forget the word is entanglement, before you get into anything, whatever the fuck you want to call it, just before you decide you want to move differently with someone, get to the root of what the issues are. And I mean go as far back as childhood because a lot of those traumas are deeply embedded in a lot of us and we don't come to terms with it. And then we get out here and we want to be dating or we want to be in a relationship or hell, we trying to get married 
And you're trying to figure, and, and now all of a sudden, like, all of these things are coming to surface that you did not process or heal from, and you're, you're like, okay, well, what the fuck is going on with me? Because just two weeks ago, I was fine, I thought, you know what I mean? So it's always, it's always there if you don't get to the root of it. It doesn't just go away, Okay. Let me just, I'm, I'm surprised it does not just go the fuck away. Like the shit stays within you. It stays inside of you. And that's how people become triggered or realize later that they have these certain triggers that they didn't know that they were holding on to or even possessed inside of them. Well, you know, you went through things as a child that yes, they were not a, a fault of your own. However, when you become when you became old enough or wise enough to see certain things you decided you wanted to neglect the fact that you didn't want to heal and you didn't want to process and so therefore now you have all these different triggers and you don't love who you are okay i say all of that to to come back to to the self love thing because not processing shit that happened to you whether you were a child a teenager a young adult an adult, not processing, not digging deep, not getting down to the core, to the root, not healing from those things. First of all, you're already telling yourself because you don't want to heal from these things that you don't love yourself enough, that you don't feel like you're worthy enough. You don't feel like you're just enough as an individual and you are And you are, and that's the saddest thing that I hate to see happen is that you have these people who, oh my God, the purpose. And, and, and one thing you guys, you guys will learn about me is I hate using the word potential. Okay. So I substitute potential with purpose because potential gives off the illusion as if you're missing something. Okay. And I never want any of us while you're listening to me or I go back and I listen to myself, I never want anyone to feel as though I'm saying you're missing something as an individual. Absolutely not. I feel like everything that you want, everything that you need, everything that you desire is already instilled in you as a person. Okay? So, purpose is the word that I use instead of potential. So, now you have yourself who has decided you know you've seen certain triggers you've seen certain things you've come you you've you've come to the age of being wise enough to see these things transpire and you know that it's a deeply rooted problem but you decide that you want to ignore it and not heal from it that's already telling yourself that you don't feel important enough you're not validated enough you're not worthy enough to to be at peace and that's self-sabotage that's the complete opposite of self-love but then you have these people out here that are so full of purpose because I've seen it you have individuals out here so full of purpose but because they fail to even want to get down to the root problem or want to heal from certain situations or experiences or whatever the case may be they're not able to live up to that full purpose And they constantly feel or they're constantly trying to overachieve. You know what I mean? In everything that they do. In everything that they do. And, 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 
they constantly need reassurance and recognition. Now, I know a lot of individuals, I'm going to pause right there. I know a lot of individuals whose love language does involve reassurance, but not in the way that I'm speaking on, okay? Individuals who neglect the root of the problem, individuals who neglect the fact that they need to heal, who are self-sabotaging versus self-loving, they're the ones who, first of all, suffer greatly in the end, okay? They're going to always feel like anything that they do is never enough. That's why they always want someone to see, hey, look, look what I did. Oh, do you like this? Do you really like it, though? Like, is there something? You get what I mean? Like, I know you've kind of met someone a little bit like that, but that's because they, they, they feel like something's missing. They don't feel like enough. It doesn't matter what they do. They don't feel like enough. And, and my heart truly goes out to people like that, but... Those same individuals feel at some point, oh, they're ready for a relationship or they're ready for, you know, the dating world. And it's like, how? How can you really fix your mind to think that you're ready for marriage or a relationship or to date anyone when you don't even know what's truly upsetting you? You don't even, you can't even look at yourself in the mirror and, 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 and name three to five things that you're proud of about yourself or that you love about yourself. Not that you like, but that you seriously love about yourself. You know what I mean? And if this is you, all I ask is that the only person I want you to date is yourself. All these other motherfuckers out here can wait. Put these people on pause. You are not missing anything. Believe me. Okay. Like, you have to get you right first. One example that I always give to people, um, and I think that a lot of people can relate to this. So say you and I, you and me, right? We're buddy, buddy. We're going to go out for, we're going to go drinking or whatever the case is. You know, we're just going to have some fun. Woo woo. Okay. So we're going out, right? How irresponsible And almost selfish would it be if I knew I was driving and you were riding with me and I decided that, you know, I wanted to start drinking as much as you were. Okay. One thing that I always tell people, now we're both sick. You're thrown up. I'm thrown up. Who the fuck is going to get us home? One thing that I always tell people is this. If I'm sick, I can't take care of another sick individual. I have to make sure that I'm crossing my T's and dotting my I's. And I have to make sure that, you know, I'm being responsible with my vessel. And then I can pour into your vessel. You following me? So if I'm sick and throwing up, how the hell am I supposed to take care of you who's sick and throwing up? When I already knew the type of vibe that it was, I should have did what? I should have made the adult decision to be like, nah, I'm good. I should have had enough self-discipline and enough love for myself to just be like, 
I'm good this go around. I'm just going to be the designated driver or hell, I'm just going to be here and, and, and vibe out to good energy. I don't need the liquor. I don't need the poison, whatever the case is. I'm good on it. Because if my friend decides that, you know, he or she wants to drink a little bit more, I should be responsible enough to, because first I know I'm driving, I should be responsible enough to be able to take care of this person. So I know that that was like a pretty like drawn out example, but just take away from that part this. If I am sick, how the hell am I supposed to take care of another sick individual? It does not fucking work, okay? You cannot pour from an empty cup. Nobody wants the backwash, okay? Nobody wants your backwash. We want a nice tall glass of water, not your, your backwash. So what I'm saying is you have got to make dating yourself a priority. You have got to make learning yourself a priority, loving yourself, as well as healing yourself a fucking priority. And I see a lot of people get into relationships who are not ready. Me, I've been there. And that's such a selfish thing. It puts all this extra weight on you that you don't need because you weren't ready in the first place. And now you have, on top of the, the, the unhappiness that you were dealing with within yourself, now you have the, I'm going to use the word stressors, please don't come for me, but I'm going to use the word stressors. So now you have all the unhappiness that was within you on top of... Now, I'm sorry, that was somebody riding past my house, (laughs) but on top of the stressors that come from dating, the stressors that come from marriage, the stressors that come from relationships, because let's just be frank, it ain't always rainbows and butterflies in any of those worlds, whether it's the marriage world, relationship, or dating world, okay? So, Now you got all this unnecessary shit on top of what you were already dealing with within yourself. And it's kind of like, why are you doing that? Why would you even step foot in something that you're not 100% ready for? Like, I see a a lot of, um, or I used to see it. I used to see it. I don't really see it as much, which I'm kind of like, I'm a little happy about now that I think about it. Because I used to see all the time, like, oh, you know, um, you, a relationship is 50-50. No. I don't want only 50% of you. I want, hell, I know you're not going to be 100% every single day, but when I meet you, I would like for you to be 100%. I don't want to meet anyone at a half battery percentage. Like, I'm, I, what am I going to do with that? No. That's Okay. I'd rather wait for an individual who's like 100% versus like me being like, oh, you're 50%. That's okay. I'll take you. I'll take you. No, no, I don't want to take you because I don't know where that other 50% is. And I don't need it coming from left field with all these different baggages and demons and, you know, triggers fucking attached to it. That's cool, love. You meet me at 100% and then we go from there because... 
no one, and I'm just going to give it to you straight. No one wants to deal with your shit. Okay. I have dated, um, excuse me. I was in a relationship in the past, a, a long time ago. And I was, prior to meeting this individual, I was a very confident person. Um, I, you know, of course I knew of, you know, certain areas of my life that, or my body, I would say that I wanted to, um, you know, just get better fit in, I guess if, if yeah, that's the word for it anyway. Um, so yeah, I mean, I feel like every, every person has like certain insecurities. Now I'm not saying that an individual individual shouldn't have one insecurity, not at all you know, that you're just human at that point. But anyway, long story short with this relationship, um, with this person that I was in the relationship with, had I had known how, you know, um, unhappy he was with himself, I would not have stuck around for as long as I did. By the end of that relationship, I had tagged on to me his unhappiness that he felt about himself so by the end of that relationship I was unhappy with myself I questioned my 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 image so much more like so much more I questioned my image so much more and I'm like I have never in all my years like (laughs) on a very serious note though like I just was like wow I'm really sitting over here I'm tripping I am really tripping and so it's, it's like a domino effect. So because I was a hundred percent when meeting him, but he wasn't, and I stuck around for as long as I did, that shit rubbed off on me. So by my next relationship, I wasn't a hundred percent. I was probably like 50, 60%. And then because I jumped into that relationship with not being ready, that individual, once our relationship was over, that individual probably went from 100% to 50 or 60 as well. So it's never a good thing. It's like a, it's a horrible domino effect. So that's why, like, I, I stress so much to people, like, uh-uh. I don't care how busy you are for anybody else. Don't ever be too busy for yourself. Self-care is a form of self-love. Okay, however you choose to care for yourself, honey, listen, I'm not judging nobody. Okay, however you choose to care for yourself is a form of self-love, but do it gently. You know, do it with intention, do it with purpose. You taking a shower, you want to get oiled up after, do it with purpose, do it with intention. You tell your body what that oil is going to do for you. And before anybody's like, oh my God, you sound crazy, whatever, Whatever, you better speak life over everything that involves you at the center. Okay? It's such a critical thing to be as close to 100% before getting... And I don't mean 80. I mean, like, we talking 97 (laughs) to 100%, okay? That's, That's... that's the window that you have. 97% to 100% is where you need to be before you decide you want to start dating, getting married, or being in a relationship. Because if not, 
you become so much more, what's the word I can use? You become so much more easily influenced. Mm -hmm. Because you're not able to think for yourself because you don't think that what you think is enough. So someone else's voice is always going to sound more important than your own. And that's not what's up. You get involved in, you know, in with people that abuse you. You get, whether it's physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, you just, and you feel like that's okay. And it's not. You allow other people and what they want to do to be a major impact on your life. So you stop living or hell, maybe never even started living your dream or your purpose. And now you're doing so much more for somebody else. And there's nothing wrong with doing for your significant other or just for doing for people in general. But it becomes an issue when you stop doing for yourself. You're helping this person accomplish their dreams and you're always taking the backseat to shit. No, absolutely not. And your girl's been there. I've done that. Okay. Disgusting. Let me tell you. Like, for real, for real. Disgusting. Like, I had, there would be like opportunities left and right for me. And because this individual that I was in a relationship with was so like unhappy with himself I would just be like no I can't do this because he's not gonna like that and I missed out on really like life-changing opportunities because I thought that he was the one and you know he's not gonna like this girl what are you dumb like that's how I would go back and, and talk to myself like are you dumb This motherfucker would not do the same for you, so you must be dumb. Or you must just not understand how full of purpose you are. And he's not doing anything to help you see that, so drop the motherfucker and let's get to step in. Because you need to love on you some more, you need to get to know you some more, and understand that purpose a whole hell of a lot more. So you can start walking in that and speaking in that so that you can feel enough so that you know you're enough. But see, while I was too busy loving on somebody else, I was forgetting to love on me. But I can almost guarantee you that person was not loving back on me. But see, when you don't love yourself, that's what you settle for. And you settle, settle You settle for a lot of shit, okay? A settlement is not a choice of your own. That is a decision made for you. And last time I checked, you are not a motherfucking robot. You have a a brain that thinks for itself. You have a mouth that can speak for itself. And you have a spirit that can believe whatever it wants to believe for itself. You are not owned. Therefore, you are not controlled by anybody except you. 
But if you don't care enough about you, then you allow, that's, that's the pace that you set for other people. If you don't love yourself, you lack boundaries. Or you may not know how to even set boundaries. And what you allow, people will continue to do to you. So if you don't think that you're enough, why the hell do you think that anybody else is going to treat you like you're enough? Okay? That's why I say it's critical to love yourself before, well before getting involved in, in any of the worlds, the dating world, the relationship world, the marriage world, any of it. It's critical to love yourself first so that you can have these boundaries. So that when you start dating and you have these boundaries set up and motherfuckers act like they don't want to abide by these boundaries. Okay, it was nice to meet you. Thank you, love. You know what I mean? Keep the shit pushing. For real, for real. Because that's what we don't have time for. And that's we're not going to make time for it. So you have got to. You've got to love you. That's just it. I can't sugarcoat it. I can't slice it any other way other than that. The cake says you got to love you. That's just it. And I want you to ha- I want you to have the whole fucking cake. I don't even want a piece of your cake. You got to love you. You eat that motherfucking cake. I don't want it. I got my own cake, baby. I'm loving me, honey. And the thing is you deprive yourself of experiences you deprive yourself of growth you deprive yourself of genuine evolution of self when you decide you don't want to love you when you decide that you don't think you're enough or worthy enough to heal to live in peace to be free okay to be free from all that past shit, all of it. So my biggest thing, and I hope that outside of everything that I've talked about, like you guys really take heed, take heed to understanding the importance of dating yourself, caring for yourself, loving for yourself, understanding who you are as an individual. Before you get involved with somebody else, how are you going to try to, how, how, how are you going to want to learn another person before you even know who you are? I'm sorry. I am, I'm, I'm too important not to want to learn. I am too important not to want to learn. And I'm not, and I don't mean I'm important in the face of society. I'm important in the face of, of me. God damn it. Like me as a person. To myself, I'm important enough to want to learn. And when I step to another person, they're going to sense that. They're going to be like, oh, shit. All right. She love herself. She got some confidence. You know, she carry her the boom, boom, boom. Whatever the case is. And that will eliminate the space for someone to feel like they're going to treat me any kind of way. Because it's not going to happen. So when you love yourself, you eliminate the room for motherfuckers to feel like they can come in your world and start trying to knock off your alignment and just be grabbing shit off the wall. Uh Uh-uh. Who do you think you are? No, 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 no. We don't do that over here. 
You know what I mean? We don't do that over here. No, ma'am, no, sir. You're going to come in here and you're going to sit down (laughs) and you're going to listen. You know what I mean? And it's not to, and I don't say that in a demeaning way, but you have to, baby, you got to have, you got to come correct. When you're loving on you, you got to love on you right. You got to love you the right way so that other people see how to do it. You set the tone. You set the tone. So if you're talking to yourself crazy or if you're, you know, neglecting your health or, you know, just being, um, what's the word I'm looking like belittling to yourself. Other people see that and they're going to be like, oh, well, she, shit. I could do it too. Eh, what? And now you looking sideways. Don't look sideways. They saw you do it to you first. They saw you do it to you first. So what makes you think that they're going to try to treat you any different? If they see you doing it. That's like if somebody come over to your house and you walk in your house and you don't take your shoes off at the door. That person is not going to take their shoes off at the door and you can't be mad at them for tracking leaves or dirt or grass on your carpet or on your hardwood. Hell, excuse me. You didn't take your shoes off, nor did you tell me to take my shoes off. So how the fuck am I supposed to know to take my shoes off? I'm only doing what I saw the homeowner do. Okay. So what I want you to do as a homeowner, as the owner of your motherfucking vessel. I need you to love you. Okay, baby. I need you to love. I mean, love every inch of you too. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Stay humble throughout the whole process because you've been through shit and it's so easy to go through more shit. So that's why I say stay humble throughout the whole process. Don't, don't get arrogant. Okay. Nobody likes that shit, but There is nothing wrong with gassing yourself up, okay? It's a part of the loving process. (laughs) You got to do it sometimes. And I need you to love every inch of you. I need you to know everything. I need you to dive deep into the root of certain triggers so that we can heal spiritually. So that when we heal, heal spiritually, it's a positive domino effect in terms of us healing emotionally. That way, when those two areas of our life are in the healing process, and let me just say this, healing is not an overnight process. It's not something that is going to be beautiful every single day either, okay? But it's worth it. I promise you, it's worth it. So once we have our spiritual and our emotional healed, then guess what? Our mental changes drastically. The way our, our whole perception about the world, it just changes, about other people, it just changes. And we're on a much lighter note. And then when you think like that, you know, you got your your spiritual, you got your emotional, you got your mental. When you're thinking in a good space, good things happen to you. So guess what? Your finances are better. Looking more alive, sunshine. You know what I mean? And and, and now that you got all of those taken care of, now you can get down to the sexual part, right? You guys don't, you guys don't please yourselves. I mean, we're not grown here. You guys don't know what it is that you like. 
Okay, so let me ask let me ask some women this listening, okay? And I would love some feedback. I would love some feedback. I'm not going to go too deep into it, though, because that's not what this episode is about. But I definitely got some. You guys want to talk sex? We're going to talk sex eventually. Don't worry. It's coming. I know you guys are super excited to hear what I have to say about that shit. But my question to the women, right? If you're not loving on you, and I mean physically, if you're not touching yourself, how do you know what it is that you like? How do you know what it is? that you're stimulated from because with women it's it's different forms of an orgasm that's why I ask women this so if you you got your emotional your mental your spiritual your financial all of that shit is looking good okay you better get physical with yourself and I mean that in a good way honey You better know what it is that you like, know what it is that you love, know who it is that you are, know what it is that triggers you, know where it is you need to heal, begin the process. Just start. Just start. The shit, it's, it's not easy like when you face encounters that you know, now you need to think differently and move differently. It's not easy when it comes to that. And it's not going to be easy coming to terms with certain shit that hurt you. But it's so damn worth it. Like starting it is easy. All you got to do is just be like, I just, I'm, I'm sick of this shit. I just want to be tired. I mean, I just want to be tired. I just want to be done because I'm tired of feeling like I'm not enough. Go run you a bath. Go get in the shower. However, like, you know what I mean? It's something as simple as those things that can start the the ball rolling on this self-love journey. Now, I've been, just to give you guys some insight, <laughs> I have been on my self-love journey. It began back in 2018. Um, and then, for those of you who don't know, I am a mom. I have a one-year-old, okay? My self-love journey took a bit of a spin, um, when I found out I was pregnant, my body started to go through all these different changes. I mean, physical changes, mental changes, emotional changes. And the emotional part of the pregnancy was, I'm not going to say a defeat, but it was the greatest challenge for me. Um, after I had my daughter, I was diagnosed with postpartum depression and my body was still going through changes. And now I have a new baby. <laughs> And it was just, it was so much of a lot of different things just transpiring and going on in my mental space. Um, and my self-love journey was almost non-existent at that point. And there will be times where I just felt like it was like such a gray cloud over me. Like I wouldn't want to do anything and, or it was just so hard for me to feel like sexy or feel attractive or just feel enough, feel worthy. And then I had to just, I really had to separate myself. I did go through, you know, something else, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> um, but I did go through something else in my life that really called for me to just kind of just pick myself up 
You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you're not always going to have someone else there to do it for you. Or, you know, you're not always going to have that shoulder to cry on. So sometimes you have to be that for yourself. And that's what it was. That was the pivoting moment in my life. And I decided that I just wanted a new. And I remember who I was growing into prior to having a daughter. And I knew that that version of me was still there but now it came with more so that wasn't the version of me that I was going to go back to if that makes sense this version of me is a completely fresh individual so it's yes since 2018 my self-love journey really putting myself first like really really has that's when it started 2018 really learning me learning my triggers healing from past you know past hurt and past situations and that's why I'm here today because I do firmly believe in self-love being such a powerful thing because when you love yourself it exudes past you and you're able to love other people unconditionally and without reason really you know what I mean and that's why I'm, I'm, I'm big on it. I'm huge. I'm like an advocate. Like, it, hey, <laughs> seriously, I, I, I try to embody exactly what it is that I, I'm out here speaking to people because I can't be talking about, you know, speak your truth and self-love. And I'm, you know, you know, there are really people out here that may be speaking this shit and they're behind closed doors hating themselves. I don't want to be that person at all. So I'm a strong advocate, I embody self-love, and I want you guys to understand the importance of it, like, every single day. Don't ever take a fucking break from loving yourself, okay? And this is going to for sure (laughs) resonate with many, but to get deep into that, like, to hit that spot, You know what I'm saying? To hit that spot. (laughs) To hit that spot. It's only going to be a select few. And I know that. And that's okay. Because people hear hear self-love and they think already like, oh, cliche this and cliche that. But I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It it sometimes be the most cliche shit that I have you like, ah, damn. You know what I mean? So... I think that everyone needs to really sit with themselves, sit with themselves and start the process, really commit to you because if you don't commit to yourself, who the hell will? So that's something worth at least thinking about, you know what I mean? Like just at least sit there and be like, damn, you're right. And I'm not ever trying to be right with you guys. I'm just trying to make shit make sense. That's it. Like, that's that's really it. I just want things to make sense for you so that you know, like, okay, it's not selfish for me to love myself. And I don't know where the hell that whole idea came from, but that's why I started the example about, like, you know, if I'm sick, I can't take care of you being sick as well. Because how is, how is me loving on me selfish? 
If I love me, there's more of me for you to love. There, and, and, I, and I say that in a very humble way. I don't say that like, oh, damn, you being... No, <laughs> I'm not saying that outside of anything other than being humble. Because what I mean by that is if I love me then I'm more open with myself and with other people or just, you know, just I'm, I'm more authentically me. Therefore, I don't have as many walls up. Therefore, you're able as an outside individual, you're able to come into my space if I allow you to. And you're able to see parts of me that are vulnerable, see parts of me that are strong, see parts of me that are a work in progress. And you're able to love those. Nah, you guys see what I mean now? So I'm going to pause it there because if not, if you're not careful, this topic is definitely one that can be dragged out and you guys know I don't want to do that at all. So I'm going to stop it here and I just want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys for all the love and the support that have been flowing in. I'm super appreciative of it. I hope that you guys really enjoyed this episode Be beautiful, be kind, be the light that you wish to see in the world. Always be back for another episode and don't forget to speak your truth. Bye, you guys.